2: And I'm Cindy O'Meara, and I'm ready to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we are on our second last night of being in the magical uh, place of Peru, really getting, um, I guess, really acquainted with what's that what's called Pachamama here in um, in Peru in Cusco, and we've been to Machu Picchu, and we've had the most extraordinary and life changing experiences. I think for most of us, and we've got a room full. We're all in my room. We're all jammed into my hotel room, <laughs> and we thought that today what we do on the show is go through what each of us have gotten out of this amazing experience of being here. <laughs> That was Jim Morrison. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Yay. Kimmy, Sweet girl. So we thought we would do that. We thought we'd go around and just see how everybody felt about the trip, what they got out of the trip, what they're taking home with them, what was inspiring. So we've got a room full of, well, we've got half the group in here with us, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Yes. A, little bit, yeah. a little bit more than half of the yeah. group in here yeah. with us. So I think... I think I'm going to start. How about that? Mm -hmm. Because I'm talking. That's a great idea. So I think for me, before I came to Machu Picchu, or before we did this trek, um, I was so busy. I didn't really get too much time to um, realise what I was about to embark on. I was doing the training. I was doing as much as I could, but I didn't really realise how intense it was going to be. And then we started um, hiking through the mountains and there was a moment that I was walking past a flock of alpaca and then a flock of sheep and they were so cute. (laughs) Little white fluffies everywhere. And I looked around myself and I saw I was surrounded by these most majestic mountains. And I said to myself, I was born to do this. And it's not anything that I've ever done before. I've never experienced anything like that. I'm a city girl through and through. So it was a really, it was a magical experience and really feeling the comfort of being surrounded by such strength and stability and power in those mountains and the and the rolling hills and then being surrounded by such familiar faces. To the extent that I found if I couldn't see any of the group, I felt uncomfortable. I really needed to go and find a familiar face to make me feel comfortable that, Everything was still fine. So it was amazing to to be able to share it with so many people. Our guides have been the (laughs) bomb.com. They were absolutely amazing, so inspiring, their passion for this place and what they call Apus, the the spirit of the mountain. Um, I really felt it. I've really, really felt it, and I don't think that I'll go home the same way. I think that going back to my day to day life is is going to be very different, you know, after this trip. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm I'm so grateful, and I feel really, really um, renewed in a, but in a completely different way,
3: mm-hmm. in
0: a completely different, a very centered, and a very calm, but a very clear way. So I'm looking forward to doing more. I really am. I'm looking forward to doing more. And uh, <coughs> <clears throat> Looking forward to making the announcement of our next trip.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the key, though, wasn't it? It was such a um, an unknown entity for all of us. Um, none of us have been here before. Um, and I think it would be fair to say that most of us were really busy leading up to getting here. So it wasn't like we were all... Um, Facebooking each other going, are you looking forward to this? Are you looking forward to that? Um, I think one of the most extraordinary things that occurred was not only the unity of the group, but our connection back to nature and with you, Cindy, being such a foodie, it was such a privilege for all of us to watch you get so excited about permaculture and the way they rotate crops and the way everything, and I think, Karen, you made the comment about the way that all the animals just seem happy and they all get on. And we didn't see many children crying or people looking miserable or and yet their lives were so simple and so... Um, I guess in a way it's almost, it almost very I was gonna say old-fashioned almost like it's
3: mm. but
4: primitive is probably even better because it was it was going back to culture and tradition which is what Cindy always talks about and and I think seeing each of our faces, for me personally, climbing the mountains. Um, one lady, Linda, and I have a bit of a, a fear of heights and my brother texted me and said, you have to go up uh, the the mountain, Why? how do you Wainipichu. say it? Winapichu. Winapichu, which is the mountain everybody sees in the background of all the ruins and I really wouldn't have done it unless he had told me. And when Linda said, oh, I'm a bit frightened as well, I thought, well, why don't we be frightened together? And to have the group pushing and helping each other, and we were literally on all fours, clinging to the side of this cliff as we were going up. <laughs> and and you know, I was I was pretty frightened at the top until all of a sudden, I kind of let go at one point and realized no one's died off this mountain apparently. Um, so I didn't think I was about to be the first. But more importantly, it was it was like being a bird up there, looking down on this unbelievable ruins that had been discovered only in I think it was 1911 I think he said and yet the the unbelievable intelligence of these people and what they'd built and how they had done the terracing and the, the architecture the, the architecture the way they had all the, the blocks Um, cut and how they pushed granite up a bleeding mountain that we struggled (laughs) to walk up, (laughs) let alone carry, you know, grain and and granite and all of these things. So, you know, for me, watching every one of us experience things at different times, there were tears at times, there was a huge hilarity a lot of the time and then there was... was I was very funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you all (laughs) laughed.
4: Let's just talk about the things we laughed at.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Falling off a
0: horse, slipping down the side of the mountain. I can't believe you actually said it. <laughs> I thought what goes on tour stays on tour. It is not, what it, it happens happens to Karen to. Smith. <laughs>
2: oh. It really has been a tree, hasn't yeah. it? art. <laughs> yeah, it has. And and for me it was the hiking, I, you know. I. I think hiking to me is um, one of my favourite things to do, but to get to nearly four thousand six hundred metres, and to see everybody do that um, or get close, if they didn't quite make that, that we all um, had trouble with breathing in the beginning. You know, we went straight to Cusco, which was what three eight three nine metres. That's a long way above sea level when you you think about it. So. For me, that was a really wonderful part of this trip. The other was, as you know, I love culture and tradition and watching uh, as we walked because we walked on paths that nobody else was walking on. We were the only ones on it. Mm-hmm. But the the tribes or the people were there. Doing what they do, which was um, tending their fields, which were not monocultures. There were lots of culture you know, lots of wheat, and there was barley, and there was oats, and there was yams, and there was three thousand potatoes, King, quinoa, amaranth. It was it was absolutely um, amazing to see all that, and to see the animals in between. So, one of the things I want to do on my farm is have a Joel Salatin permaculture thing. And they're doing it. They've been doing this for thousands of years and, and we all think that it's all new by saying it's permaculture or, or you know, um, Joel Salatin or um, even Alan Savory. But this is all us looking at cultures and traditions and, and just seeing how we used to do it, our history. And if we can go back to history and, and their whole life is based on, um, you know, Mother Earth, mm. you know, Mother Earth. And we've all bought... Necklaces that has signified Pachamama, and, which is Mother Earth, and, and looking after Mother Earth. And if we look after Mother Earth, then our food production can only get better because if you look after Mother Earth and not lace her with fertilisers, which they don't, Mm. Food from Peru is clean. Mm. We, we never saw any chemicals or anything, you know, being sprayed because they do it in a, a rotational manner. They, they know how to fertilise the land naturally. They know pest control. Well, it's so cold up there, I don't think there's any pests there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, not,
0: not even a bird. <laughs> much less a spider. Or <laughs> yeah.
2: We saw condor. We saw guinea pig. We saw guinea pig. Yeah, and alpaca, oh no, and llama, and, and llama. It was sparrow at the top of the pyramid. Mm. Yeah, we did. Oh. So you know that was that was for me the the absolute highlight, and to be with a group of people mm. that we've all got on amazingly. amazingly. I'm sure we'll all be best friends for the rest of our lives, yeah. remembering this amazing two weeks that we've spent together. And so I think um, it's probably time to hear from some of those amazing people. And, you know, we didn't put numbers to them, did we? We were just going to surprise them, weren't we, as to who was going to speak first. But going, no, not me. (laughs) I think think what's really important is
4: is that we, you know, Up for a Chat is all about being a fly on the wall. So it's just us in the room, really. Yeah and 2.5 million people but um <laughs> but really i think what the listeners would love to hear is what what does it mean to you and what are you what are you going to take home with you so you know really think about what does it mean to you to come away as a group because you all could have done this individually um, but what does it mean to you to come away as a group and what are you taking home with you
0: other than blisters on your lips
5: Yes, it's true. We've all
0: got, well, most of us have got super dry lips. I've got, I reckon I could French kiss a moose. <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. She if looks I, like she's had botox. Yeah, she does, if I, if, I, ever, if yeah. I ever thought I needed to check out what I would look like with all of that, yeah, this is it. <laughs> I've got my bottom lip banging on my chin. And i <laughs> it's just, it's so heavy and big. <laughs> So, Deb, why don't you start off? Why don't you start off and tell us what you loved about this trip and what you got out of it? What I loved about this
6: trip was, for one thing, my husband was the only male on the, on the <laughs> yeah. whole expedition. Oh, and
0: bless his cotton socks. <laughs> oh, my goodness, so brave to be with 14 woman, women. And he totally held his own. We just all fell in love with him, didn't we? Yeah, and he
6: was really nervous too because right in the beginning there was meant to be other men and then as it turned out anyway he was the only one and I was I was really nervous for him as well but I think he's coped quite well so that's really special sharing it with him but I think also for him to see the type of people I love to be around and um, he hears me talk about Cindy all the time um, because he knows he knows how much I have admired her for years and I think just a few times when we've been out there don't make me cry um, and (laughs) I I've been with Cindy and then I've been so happy to share this with her and everyone else but particularly Cindy and we've just got to know each other a lot better which is really great mm. and, and I'm, I'm agreeing with everyone here just is so lovely and I feel a real connection to everybody but particularly when we're out and as I said on my post on Facebook, being with the animals like you, Karen, I yeah. felt so happy to see everyone working together and also to learn about the way the Peruvians live up there in their communities, not as like a nucleus family. They're more of a community that all look after each other and I think that's so special. Mm. So in a nutshell, that's probably... There's too many things to
0: say but that's I don't want to take up all the time so <laughs> hand it over. We've got plenty of time but but I think it in, in with that with that nucleus of the family when they when a child is born mm-hmm. the child is born to the community first and then to the mother and father second mm-hmm. so that then the whole community is looking out for the child rather than it just being the mother and father looking out for the child and they always say it takes a, a village to raise a Raise yeah. a child, doesn't yeah. it? Raise yeah. Oh, a child,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. And they've so nailed that. Yeah, And, and you know what I love? I love the fact that the kids... Are, protect- are protected mm. you know we asked our guide we said is there any uh, aren't you worried about the kids just wandering around the way they run around because
0: they got like they take an hour they walk for an hour and a half to, to get to school by themselves yeah. and what are they like six
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
4: which and- incidentally would take us three hours apparently
0: that <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> only took them like an hour and 10 minutes because of the altitude and us not being used to it yeah. <laughs> But I, that's what I, I loved, that he said no one would touch these children, everybody protects these children, and if they do touch these children, they'll be hung. Mm-hmm. From a tree. From a tree. And a great height. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know, that was one thing that I really um, thought, you know our society our western society needs to learn this mm. needs to learn that we all need to look out for our children and if anybody you know plays with our children and i'm talking about in a bad way then maybe they should be hung from the nearest tree mm. well that's justice isn't it i think but the other thing that really um, blew me away when we were talking to our guide was about suicide you know, these people live very simple lives. They do not have a lot of materialistic things. They are out in the fields hardworking, but there's no suicide to talk of. Mm. Yet we have everything in our Western society. We have a lot. Mm. And yet look at the amount of farmers and people and it's not just farmers, it's mm-hmm. you know, young men, young women. Kim just lost a, a friend to, you know, to suicide. Fifty. Mm. She was fifty. Mm. She yeah, oh, wow. so you know, and, and she had everything, didn't she? She was a very fortunate mm. woman, but obviously something was happening in mm. in um, her her brain um, that mm. that created that problem. So this was to me, you know, the children are safe, and nobody wants to end their life. Everybody's happy with their mm. lives, and they were two big things. And, and you brought that up, Deb, mm. as to the those mm. children with the, in that village mm. <laughs> takes a whole village to bring up children. Mm. It's amazing. Mm
0: -hmm. Very special. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, very special.
6: And, Karen, I'd like to thank you for organising because you've done a (laughs) marvellous
2: job. (laughs) We've been discussing that, haven't we?
6: (laughs) She is the bomb for organising trips. In style. In style, style. definitely style. style.
0: Yes. So you can't, you, you have to be able to, you have to finish that sentence with, in style because. Totes. because if it was up to Bear grills, <laughs> we would have all been camping instead of having luxurious hot tubs outside of our hotel rooms peering out at the most amazing
2: mountain ranges so yes thanks no no you're welcome and being fed well we didn't have to feed ourselves once. Mm. We have been fed amazingly mm. and the food has been stunning, absolutely stunning. And we don't even question the ingredients because we know the ingredients are all real foods. We see them peeling the pawpaw and making up all the food. There's, there's no junk here. Well, there is in the shops. You do see mm. Coke and lemonade and Mars bars and all that stuff. But when it comes to their, pre- their preparation, it all it all seems just mm. real foods. And I would like to add we did shower
0: every night we showered, and Kimmy even got to bring her hair straightener. Mm
3: -mm 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 You weren't meant to tell anyone.
0: Yeah, no, you weren't meant to tell anyone I fell off a horse either. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Yes, yes, yes. Well, if you can't take your GHD, we won't be going.
4: (laughs) I love our little little motto now. What was it? It's time to... Dress, show, dress and shower, and time for pisco sour. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Melissa, <laughs> what? Well, what was that, Ms. Melissa? Are we in a shower and pisco sour? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and our new name
2: for. I can't even say it anymore.
0: Repellent, yeah. repellent, yeah. yeah. It's repellent. Yeah. And it, and it's not a jacuzzi, it's a yacuzzi. Yeah. Yeah. And a yama. a yama. And a yama. a yeah. not a llama. Not no. a no. llamas. llamas all poo in one place. It's a llama yeah. loo. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: oh, how beautiful. Simone, tell us, what did you get out of being here? What was the best what was what was your highlights and what are you going home with? Apart from sleeping with me? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Well, that was definitely a highlight. <laughs> I did not expect that. I What I found were the amazing women and Jim and our guides. I, I love how it's always women and, and Jim. But just to be surrounded by such strong women who are so like-minded and opinionated and can have all these mates. <laughs> conversation is, is, is that a good it thing is that it is a good thing and it's but it's inspiring mm. it's so nice to be around and so comfortable to be around everyone mm. and I think the biggest thing for me that I've learned was um to just allow myself to be mm. and that was a huge lesson for me because I always doing I do everything I jump in I do everything and mm. at Machu Picchu just sitting there with Hillary okay. and Maria and we just found a quiet little spot
5: mm.
7: and we just sat in yeah. silence and just observed and listened and felt mm. the magical you know feeling yes. of the place it was it was amazing and the mountains they just have something really special mm. it was really special mm. yeah so I, I don't I don't think you're alone with that yeah. the power of
0: just being instead of being a being a human being rather than a human doing, the power of that you know you I, I question whether we would ever really get the depth of what that means in our day to day lives. I think coming to a place like this, we actually have had the luxury of experiencing the true meaning of being in such a way that hopefully it's been etched inside of our hearts that it will never like it'll never leave us. Mm. We'll always remember what it's like mm. to be in a state of being. Because to try and just be at home, it's almost impossible because of the demands that are placed on your life.
7: I mean, how many kids have you got? Oh, I've got one boy. Seventeen-year-old, beautiful, amazing boy, mm. and it was your mind's always racing with what you've got to do. You've got to work. You've got to, you know, look after your children. And then, but I don't. My mind wasn't racing here. Mm. All I was doing was putting one foot in front of the other. It wasn't racing with thoughts of what I have to do. I literally didn't have to do anything. I just have to walk mm. Um, mm. or ride a horse. <laughs> Try to stay on a horse. <laughs> hold on, miss. hold on. Um, yeah. So it was really lovely to not have all those racing thoughts so it's almost like a full meditation for the whole time like we've just been in a nice state of just everyone's been really present Mm. yeah it's been amazing so what do you think that's going to do in terms of creating change for you when you go back home i think i've learned some really big lessons i think i've learned um to do what i love and just i know i know i'm i can do it and now i'm just going to do it like i just feel like i'm ready And this trip's allowed me to think and just go home and I'm going to give my son the biggest hug. But just to be, like to go and do things like this with him as well, Mm -hmm. like and give him what I've just learned, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that's what i just live my life. And it's all about the moments. It's not about planning. It's not about the past. It's just now. And Melissa made a
0: beautiful comment. She said, um, because she didn't take too many photos, and she said, I'm into the moments more than the memories, you know, through the photos. And I thought that was so profound, wasn't it? I mean, isn't that amazing? Like to just be present to what's there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I, 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 why don't we go to Melissa? Yeah,
0: let's, let's go to Melissa. I'll just, I'll just, I'll be the person who runs around the room with the phone. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> We're happy watching you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <doing> <laughs> dear, dear, dear. i just you. Did you dear? Remember, she actually
3: volunteered to do
0: that. Uh, Cindy did. Yeah. yeah, Cindy volunteered to run around I'm with I'm the around phone.
3: Around the room with
0: the phone. <laughs> <sighs> oh, just crazy. goes to show. Do you see what I deal with? I do you see heard what heard. I'm dealing oh, with? <laughs> So, Melissa, tell us, what was it like for you?
3: Hit us with your rhythm stick baby. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, I think I can really relate to what um, Simone was talking about there, about just being and not being busy in your head because I'm very busy in my head. Um, yes, with it, six children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with six children, yeah, and jobs and... and. Um, and not just six children, but you know, like the, like I have big age gra- gaps, so that the needs are different, and you know, husband and business and, and work and everything. So it was really nice not to have to, first of all, for me, not to have to plan this was massive. You're welcome. I know. And I honestly didn't even really know what we were doing. I just showed up, you know, and, um you know lots of people have been asking me where are we going what are we doing which trail you're hiking I did not have a clue what we were doing and the, but for me there was something wonderful about that you know just to totally let go because I'm usually in control so to let go let somebody else take charge um and and also you know I know I know you three but I didn't know anybody else I'd never met anybody else before so um, so that's a new experience for me to go away with people I don't know. You know, that's mm. not, not normally something I would do. Um, and, yeah, going back to the photo thing, um, I don't think I actually took photos until the last two, two days. I don't have any photos. I saved some photos from Facebook of other people and I think there's two reasons for that. I think in the beginning my eye was... Um, really sore and puffy, and I was putting all my energy into, you know, getting that well and being with why that why had that happened to me. So I wasn't, I didn't want to get distracted by everything. Tell Does that make sense? What to you, right? I got bit by a mozzie on the the night before I left um, home, and by the time I got to Lima, it looked like I'd been punched by. <clears throat> um, a llama and,
2: um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh and it was itchy and irritating and oh, I think it went on for four days, didn't it? Four, maybe five days and so there was that and, and then, um, and yeah, I just, I just sort of felt, I don't know, just wanted to really experience it um, and I, I think when I went through um, my divorce 12 years ago, I left all of my photographs with my first husband I don't have a single photograph I've got a few of my children but I don't have a single photograph and do you know what I don't even give that a second thought mm. and I remember it all as clear as a day it, it, you know as clear as, as it was yesterday so for me I just sort of thought you know what I'm just I'm just going to really really be with myself and not try and you know get distracted by anything so um so yeah but um how did you go on the walks Oh, the walks a lot uh, better than I thought I would actually. Because I thought that um, I thought that I would struggle a little bit. Um, I haven't done any long hiking for so many years. You know, maybe ten years. So even though I did some training at home, um, you know, not a, lot, not a lot of mountains and hills where I live. So, um, so I was a little bit worried about that. But um, so tell everybody where you live, you brat. <laughs> I live in Palma, Majorca. <laughs> Very beautiful island in Spain. Um, so yeah, but I, I'm for, not,
0: I'm not jealous at
3: all about no, that. No, no, no. For me, the walks were the the best part. I absolutely loved them as much as I've loved hanging around in town and doing a bit of shopping and stuff. Um, for me, those walks out in nature and that peace and I think we've been so lucky to be on walks where there weren't other people I found Machu Picchu actually a little bit overwhelming Mm -hmm. because we arrived and there's all those people and everyone was talking and on mobile phones and cameras shoved in front of your face and people pushing you out the way to get the shot and I just thought hang on a mo this is like meant to be a spiritual place you know I would like to see that change actually. I would like to see some headsets, no mobile phones and certain areas where you can take photographs and the rest of the time you just let people be there. Mm. I'd, I'd found it a bit overwhelming and distracting actually. So for me, even though I came here to do that... I didn't enjoy that anywhere near as much as I did walking through those mountains. I agree, it was yeah, just yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and the way we supported each other when somebody was having a moment or struggling or falling off a horse or <laughs> you know,
0: how many times are we going to say that on this podcast? Um,
3: what, like fifteen times? <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> or falling down some stairs, or um, you know, whatever. But you know, we <laughs> everybody just really helped each other, and um, and I thought that was great, you know, because it was like everybody wanted everybody. To, to do their best and and to make it. Everyone wanted everyone to make it. It yeah. wasn't about how far, like, I know, especially for Jim, like he, he could have done that in half the time, you know, but <laughs> he was patient and kind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to see a man be so tolerant and kind with all of us was was just lovely, mm-hmm. really,
2: really lovely. I have a question to ask you. Yeah. So we paired you all off uh-huh. um, and I, I'd like to know how your experience was with um, your roomie.
3: How was my experience with my roomie? Well, mine was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, I mean, I'm very happy with my roomie, obviously. Um, and I think, well, I just believe in life anyway. You you're always put together with people that you're meant to learn something from. And sometimes you don't like that. Uh, and sometimes you do. And I think, um, you know, I came here being a little bit, emotional about my girlfriend who's sick and keep going keep going i'm trying (laughs) and And, um i know i'm shy and i don't like to talk (laughs) i've been standing here for nearly 10 minutes now (laughs) So so yeah, so I was feeling a little bit um, emotional and um, I'd made the decision to go home and and see her and um, she's had a brain tumour and of course I'm paired with somebody who has just lost their husband to a brain tumour and um, I thought, gosh, you know, why am I feeling so sorry for myself? It's not my husband, you know, like somebody's always got it. That little bit worse than you, yeah, and I think different. it's really important to remember that. You know, when you you're stuck in your little hole or whatever, and you 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 know you judge somebody or you think badly about somebody or um, you feel that your life's worse or, or whatever. You know, it's it's really important to just pull yourself back and just remember it's just you. All you can be responsible for is you, mm. and and that's it. You know. Mm. So yeah. So I think that was that was. Amazing how that pair happened. And I can see it in everybody, actually, mm-hmm. everybody that's been paired up, whether it's been awesome or not. <laughs> um, there's a lesson everybody will go home from with from that pairing, you know, and, um, and even not necessarily who you shared a room with, who you had to sit with on the bus with, you know. Sometimes it might not necessarily be the person you gravitate towards naturally but just because you're plonked there and then you just get into a conversation and you find things out about that person you think, oh, I never would have thought that mm-hmm. about them or, mm-hmm. you know. I've absolutely loved getting to know Maria. I just think she's amazing. And my goal in life, I'm going to put her foot on my notice for tonight because if I can be as amazing as her at her age, I tell you, that's, I've really learned a lot from you. Mm-hmm. you kicked a goal. Kicked a goal, yeah. Beautiful. Amazing.
0: So let's go to the roomie of Melissa. (laughs) So I had a chat with Hillary and I said, So, what's it like to room with Melissa? And I said to Melissa, what's it like to room with Hillary? And Melissa said, it's great because we're both really organised. And so I said to Hillary, I said, oh, so I said, it's awesome that you two are really organised. And Hillary said, organised? Melissa, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> So uh, what's
8: it been like for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly I'm more organized than Melissa. <laughs> um but no, it was it was it was a funny um a funny pairing. It yeah, yeah, we absolutely gelled the minute we met. I am um, I wouldn't have wanted to room with anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a great time, Fisco sours, and all.
7: <laughs> um, and
8: that's what I've loved about this whole trip is the connection mm-hmm. with every single participant. You know, as Melissa said, whether you room with them or not, you sit next to someone at lunch, you sit next to someone on the bus mm-hmm. and everyone you speak to, you just you not only learn about them but you learn more about yourself. Oh. Yeah, and that's been really lovely. Mm. So what have you learned about yourself? I have learned <laughs> that I need to have time by myself. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, so because I never have time by myself. So I have two children. I've driven her to a life of loneliness. <laughs> She has taught me that solitude is a good
0: thing. <laughs> you can never have too much, Melissa. I just, I know.
5: Yeah, I know. yeah.
8: yeah. <laughs> no, it's been great. And I, um, for for a number of reasons, I was unable to do the walk. So there was a time when I was by myself, and I was okay with that. Mm. Yeah, and I learnt that I need that. Mm.
0: That's. You know, that's pretty profound in and of itself. Because of the life that you live, you do, have, you do have a big life and you have had lots of stuff go on in your world. And I think that when a person's world changes as significantly as yours has, there are definite readjustments that are required. But when you stay in the busyness of the doing, that readjustment that's necessary doesn't find you yeah. until you go look for it and then bring it into your experience.
3: Yeah.
0: And it's a profound opportunity that you've actually had. And I think everybody's been here for the purpose that they've been here and they came here for something but leaving with something different mm. that could that's potentially got more weight and more depth and more power to be life-changing than what your original intention could have potentially been.
8: Absolutely, you know? yeah. Yeah, and I think for me... Um, you know, homeschooling my children, we're with each other 24 hours a day, with my husband and their dad passing away, they have taken on a very protective role. So we spend every minute of the day together when we are together. So it's not just a matter of me wanting to be by myself or needing to be by myself. Mm. It's a matter of me showing them that I'm okay Mm. to be by myself. They don't have to be there for me, which I don't want that them to feel burdened by they need to be with mum so she's not alone so I need to show them that I'm okay on my own and
2: And that was beautifully orchestrated Mm. in this 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 was beautifully orchestrated actually Mm. at the time it felt hard um it felt very hard but I think it was orchestrated beautifully for you to and you saw a little bit of what that feels like yeah and i know melissa and um who else was saying it um simon was saying they wanted to be with you mm-hmm. they didn't felt guilty about leaving you they wanted um to do that and those two had to learn that they needed to do things for themselves not for other people which they both do in a huge way mm-hmm. so the three of you created the most massive learning experience which I just I I I didn't know what was happening at the time but as I spoke to each one of you I realized that was amazing and we know that, that everything is perfect whatever happened on this trip happened in perfection as I learned from Karen Smith and Kim Morrison all the time and it was beautiful to watch so and I think as we kind of are all talking now we see that even more vividly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so what why don't we um, talk to Maria who Melissa wanted wants to be like when she gets older <laughs> so um, we've
3: already
2: got the same quarter habits and yeah. <laughs> 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 And that was one of the things is that you know um, everybody knew everybody's habits as far as eating as bowel movements, as how much weighs. like it was a very intimate you know intimate time for everybody, except Karen Smith. I'm not sure we've ever figured out whether they were working or not we. <laughs> We'll just leave it at that will we? Yes, we'll just leave it at that.
0: Yes, let us not speak of that.
2: <laughs>
0: let us let us leave that to the privacy of um what goes on to Of what goes on okay. to stays on tour. Oh but I did pee in the bushes.
2: <laughs> oh yes you, you did. <laughs>
0: and oh my goodness well, I and I even took photos. I did because Matt Matt will not believe that I peed behind a rock three that, times. You sat, on the you I st- sat on the rock. I okay. sat on the ra- rock Because, you know, that whole squat thing is pretty uncivilised and rather (laughs) it's rather challenging on the quads, don't you feel? I mean, really, I mean, you're just walking up the steepest mountain and you cannot breathe and then you're expected to squat while you pee four litres of water.
3: <laughs>
2: no, no. Had some troubles. Yes. Well, did you hear about my experience? <coughs> oh, I'm sitting there looking at the view, enjoying myself oh, yeah. on the potty and this... Ken Phone <laughs> comes around the corner and takes a photo of me. Have you put it on Facebook yet, Miss Kim Morrison? No, but I will <laughs> It was so so funny. Like this is in the middle of nowhere. We're having our beautiful lunch and they set up a um what do they call a cassette a port-a-loo, cassette portal for us. And yes, the view was stunning. Nobody could see where you were yet. All right. We're going to Maria. Well Maria, what oh what have you gotten out of this trip? Because you are a big traveller. You have travelled the world and you've done a lot in your life, but what did you get out of this trip? When I
1: was preparing to come here, I didn't really do all that much training, but I looked at the itinerary and I'd see two-and-a-half-hour walks and then an hour-and-a-half lunch, and I said, oh, this is going to be a girly walk. (laughs) And until I hit the the slopes and (laughs) realised that I was totally unfit and totally not equipped to climb those mountains. So come day three when a horse was offered to me,
5: 9/11.
1: 9-11 horse, it was the best thing ever. And in sitting on that horse, I realized i I'm i I'm not looking at my feet just one step in front of the other trying to get up this hill and not burst my heart out of my chest. Um, the view was just magnificent. You could see everything. And there was one stage there when there was just the horse, myself, and the handler, and Mother Nature, and the feeling that I experienced there was—it was, it was just so magical. Um, it was a special moment for me,
6: mm-hmm.
1: and so I really appreciate appreciated that. And the other thing that I was amazed at was. On day one of our walk, that old lady in her 70s, she galloped over the hill to meet us and then galloped back over the hill and gathered potatoes and tended the horses and the pigs and God knows what else. I thought, wow, how to be so fit like that? And then my handler was a 70, the fellow that handled my horse, he was 70 years old and he you know, pulled that horse up the hill mm. and I couldn't even do that, so... It made me realise I really need to start getting fit. but um, And I travel a lot but, and in travelling you don't look after yourself all that much because you're so busy going from one place to the other that you forget to look after yourself. And, and to actually step
2: back and...
1: Go, "Mm, um, um, what's it? (laughs) Um, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, so you said something to me yesterday, and that was regarding Machu Picchu. You had been to Machu Picchu before, and your aim was to walk that big mountain that everybody sees behind the, the village of Machu Picchu and I think um, that it was very profound what you said to me so and probably a, a lesson yes, maybe a lesson very, very big lesson
1: because I realized that in not being as fit as what I thought I was to climb that mountain I was I was going to really probably hold a few people up and and I was asking myself do you really want to climb that mountain and I had to I sort of asked myself the night before, I asked my subconscious mind, can you give me an answer? And the answer was, you don't have to do everything. And so the next morning I was very much at peace in just staying down there and enjoying the moment and had the most profound um, time there with two other beautiful ladies. And I just, it was...
2: (laughs) It was magical. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And you roomed with um, oh. Kim. <laughs> you roomed with Kim and um, the, other Kim. the other Kim. And um, we've just had the most wonderful time listening to all the things that Kim does. But most important of all, if you have missed a photo, Melissa, Kim will have it. <laughs> you know, she will have the whole lot. <laughs> and we were so matched.
1: We were so matched um, to be together. Um, a lot of similar things
2: we uh, we talked about. Yes, it's been it's been great. Mm. So, Kim, tell us um, what is it that you got from this experience. Um, I think uh, the
5: main thing I got was the decision to come. Um, it was quite difficult. Um, time sort of making the choice of coming away with all the women and um it was actually quite a life-changing experience for me because I had to make a shift um in my fitness and um I took on board a lot of things that I'd learned from you guys as far as the nutrition and the rituals I started getting emotional um I started caring for myself <laughs> and the decision to come was actually a decision of I'm doing this for me and no-one else in my life, just I'm making a choice. And it was life-changing because I started daily rituals, including the essential oils, but doing a few of my own personal things as well and um, taking on board this sort of mindset of, I can do it. And um, I started exercising and hiking and um, I have problems with my lungs. So therefore, um, it was a challenge for me just to go on a regular walk, let alone a hike. But week by week, I got stronger and fitter and I could breathe deeper. And um, lo and behold, before I came, I got the flu. Um, so that was a real challenge for my lungs again. But, um, yeah, I got here. I've changed my life and um, I'm f-
2: better for it. So the preparation to get here is what um, was the, the beginning of this life-changing, uh, is, I, is that what you're saying? I think the day I booked it 12 months ago it. was my decision
5: to this is my motivation to change because i had been trying to put things into place but letting them slide but then I'd committed the money and paying for the trip and that made me feel like you're not going to waste this you're not going to go there and not be able to do it so I then joined the gym and I had a girlfriend that motivated me to go to the gym with her um, so I thank her and um, and then I met... Say her name. Give her a plug. Um, She'll get excited if she listens to the show. <laughs> um, Melissa, my bestie in um, Queensland. Thank you. Um, uh, oh,
4: <laughs> I, I, I just have to say something about you, Kim. I've never you seen... You like name? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> I've never seen someone buy so much jewellery and wear it all at once. <laughs> and and pull it, it the hike. and pull it off, and pull
5: on the a hike. hike. <laughs> the and reason, stunning. The reason I wore that jewellery is because when I got to the top of Mini Pinchu, what is it? Um, way way, in, way, way, in, way, way in. in the Pinchu.
2: Um, it wasn't
5: Mini. <laughs> <laughs> I lay everything out and I did a little prayer over the top of it because these gifts that I give to people aren't just presents I bought in Peru. I wanted to give the energy of Peru somehow onto these bits of jewellery. So I didn't wear them as a fashion statement. (laughs) I wore them because I had enough crap in my pack (laughs) that um, I thought if I just wear everything it will be easier. So I had, um, what, five bracelets, um, three heart-shaped rocks that I bought a serpentine. And another rock, which is um, natural to Peru, and um, yeah, three pendants, and um, I can't remember what else. And this I had. was for
2: all; these were all gifts for your friends that you wore them so that uh, they would get the energy of Peru. My sisters, and um, okay. yes, that's you know, a great idea.
5: So it's not just a present that I bought here. It's actually, I, some of them won't even understand if I tell them what it's for. So. It's not about even telling them like, oh, I did this when I got there and Mm. so it's more just something that I did Mm. um, knowing that I'm giving that gift to them which is an unconscious thing Mm. I suppose.
2: And you know it was interesting, all the traders that we saw. You know, we would see a trader at 4,400 metres above sea level and there there this trader was and Melissa managed to buy from every trader. (laughs) (laughs) How how much were your bracelets, and how many did you purchase? She couldn't answer. Thirty six. But every time there was a trader,
4: she would purchase. So I think one of the other things that was amazing about you, Kim, was he. You were sick when you arrived, which mm. often happens when we go away because we've built up and built up to getting away. And the moment you get on that plane, you, or sometimes just leading up to before you get on, you surrender to the fact you're going on holiday. And often, and even a few of us have said it, we're going to need a holiday when we get home. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I admired about you, and in particular the group, which is what happens when you go away together in a in an intentional way of, of having someone else organise it for you, is no one left you behind. When you were struggling, every time you coughed or if you had a moment, there was arms, there was water, there was and it showed me true um, the human empathetic side of us as a group and here we are in a completely foreign, unknown entity ourselves. None of us knew how that altitude was going to affect us Mm -hmm. and for many of us it knocked us off our perch. And I just want to acknowledge you for... Um, not giving in, and and truly stepping up to wanting to participate no matter what. Yeah. And the other thing I really want to acknowledge is on the day that Hillary couldn't come, you really wanted to go on one of those walks. And I know a part of you wanted to stay to support Hillary as well. But in fact, the biggest lesson I think that was taken from that was, in order for you to do the big thirteen k walk the next day, it was actually really important for you to retreat and to step back. So I actually think that that was a really profound lesson for all of us, particularly as mums, that sometimes we need to pull back from what we're doing and actually surrender and let everybody know we're not at our best take a bit of time of self-care, walk through those temples. You guys then went and did something even more magical and I loved what Karen said. You don't even know what magic's going to unfold from pulling back from something like that. So I think that was really beautiful yeah. to witness.
5: Yeah. We um, went to a town and met the local women and we got to see the where they weave their blankets and their shawls um, and it was such a connection. We got to meet each one of them, and they said who they were, how old they were, how many children they had, and then they wanted to know about us. And they took their clothes off their back and dressed us in their traditional garments. So here we are with smelly Peruvian clothes on. <laughs> we all used they a don't lot of shower. Do they? <laughs> we used a lot of hand wash after that, and um, we had our photos taken with them. It was really intimate and I bought this beautiful blanket of this lady and I asked her to explain the symbols in the blanket and she was sort of giggling and a bit embarrassed as she was explaining them and then the guide was interpreting and saying it in English and I got that on video. So for as long as I have that blanket, I can look back at that video and remember the three of us together and the intimate time that we had in that space. And, um, yeah, that's priceless. Mm-hmm. And by surrendering and not going on the walk, when I kind of knew physically I shouldn't, but mentally this is what I came here to do, was walk and walk and walk, mm-hmm. I actually had the most magical day and connected with two beautiful women. Well, ten beautiful women, mm-hmm. but two in particular that are from our group. So, um Look, everything happens as it's meant to be. So, yeah, I was emotional that I couldn't go on the walk, but um, I'm kind of glad I didn't.
3: (laughs) Can I I just say something? I was just thinking about what you just said there. One of the things that struck me when I first got here is um, I have a very, very strong philosophical philosophy on living your life from your inside out, not from your outside in. And I was struck a little bit when I first met you all that you were all coming at this from what I would call an outside-in perspective. So the vitamins, the minerals, the training, the this, the that. But really the success of the journey for everybody here is letting out what's in here.
7: Mm.
3: You know, living your
5: life from the inside out, not from the outside in. And I think... um, Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I think that's kind of the shift I made when we started training and meeting (coughs) the people a couple of us started training together like i met linda and maria and marianne on a couple of hikes that we did and the bond we created and the motivating each other and just the excitement of like what are we packing and Mm -hmm. where are we going and and a bit of fear as well like helping each other through the fear Mm -hmm. so yeah, cool.
2: Prior to coming week or in- <laughs> I, I Definitely I think there was fear and, and there was fear for me too because it was the unknown. Mm. None of us knew what we were coming to, mm. really. Karen Smith had done it all.
7: Geez, what could have happened? <laughs> well, you knew there was always going to be the princess factor, really. <laughs> I was just going to say what Melissa was just saying. And everybody, this is Simone. <laughs> <laughs> what Melissa was just saying before about outside in and I think when we got to the top of the summit on that really long 13K day and we all got a bit emotional, I just loved how Melissa just came up to us and just the biggest thing was allow your emotions to just be and experience it. It doesn't have to, you don't have to diagnose it and figure out why you're feeling it, just feel it. And I think we had a few tears at the top of the summit and that was so beautiful to let everyone just feel their emotions and there was no you didn't have to figure out why you felt it it was just the way it was
6: it's funny you say that I watched all you guys that got teary at the top of the mountain there and I didn't I was just so happy (laughs) today sitting with Jim in that coffee shop thinking about the trip I just started getting tears (laughs) and I'm going what's wrong with you just stop and then I just thought I no, know it's fine it's fine it's just happiness for me it's just pure happiness and loving everything about the whole trip
5: so it's true Can I just have a message to anyone out there listening that if you are contemplating at all going on a trip with these ladies, maybe you should just take the plunge and do it because it is the most amazing life experience, the bonding with the other women, the journey that you go on. and. And the beautiful man that we had that
1: supported <laughs> us all.
5: Um, Bless you. I hope you're lucky enough to have a man, just one, on the trip.
0: <laughs> so that's a perfect segue into the end of our first podcast. We've decided to split this podcast show into two because we've got still more people that we want to connect with in terms of their experience of today's show. But that is a perfect segue, Kimmy, because... I just called you Kimmy too. We've got two Kimmies. Because we here, uh, while we've been away, Kim, Cindy, and myself have actually made some decisions about our next two adventures as to where we're going to go and when we're going to do it. So there's going to be some more information coming out shortly on dates and prices but it really is. I mean, we've got a room full of people here that have already got first dibs on, <laughs> on seats. So we decided that in September 2017, we're going to be hiking the South Island of New Zealand. And Kim and Cindy are going to organise where we're going and I'm going to organise the accommodation. <laughs> And then in 2018, we're thinking we're going to be hiking through Africa. So we've decided that each year we're actually going to do an adventure tour where we take our listeners' the people who are the avid followers of Up For A Chat and of Kim, Cindy and myself who really want to take their experiences to another level. They want to reach out to us and reach out to other like-minded people. And I think that that's been one of the most exciting parts of this trip is to actually be surrounded by people who are just like you and quite often we can feel a little bit alien when we stand out from the crowd but when you're in and amongst this crowd you're nothing but family so we wanted to really um make that easy for everybody who listens to Up For A Chat and their families and their friends to come and join us on adventure tours once a year. So we're going to be planning one of these each year. The next two years are planned and sorted. So keep your eyes peeled on our Facebook page and also on um, Up For A Chat when we release the dates and we also release the pricing. So it's going to be no-brainer pricing. It's going to be a hell yes, I want to be a part of that because of what you're going to get out of it. Of it, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and of course, spiritually. So that brings us to the end of today's podcast. We hope that you've loved it. All of us in the room, hope that you've loved it. <laughs>
5: So join say that we are all amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so join us here next week on Up for a Chat. If you've got any questions or comments or anything that you want to know, go to all the W's.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat, or you can also post your comments at all the W's.com don't. oh all the double no god where am i i mean much chip and <laughs> it's the altitude it's the altitude all the w's dot the dot com forward slash up for a chat so join us here next week on up for a chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world and we're going to see you on the ride and on the adventure and on the trail and on the trek and with the alpacas see you next week bye everybody